Alrighty, listeners, welcome back. Two guys, tin cup. Two Mikey's guys. here with me. <laughs> Two guys in a tin cup. Two guys, tin cup, baby. Tin We're getting cup. dirty here. We're in deep in the fescue of this tin cup. So, Mike, when we last left everybody, the Valspar had wrapped up. The Arnie Palmy was on its way. Arnold Palmer alert. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> sorry, I had that turned down. Let's we had crank to, it. You had to Arnold do that. Oh, yeah. That was necessary. So we were teasing the Arnie Palmy. Tiger had that momentum from the Valspar. He had, he carried the momentum into the first couple of days of the Arnie Palmy, right? He certainly did. I think uh, that was when he was hot out of the gates like you had predicted. You called minus seven for the tourney. He finished 10 under, a little better, but everyone was kind of scorching it with those final scores. But he ended up dropping. His master's odds now sit at like 10 to 1, 9 to 1, depending on where See, you're shopping. One, right? Yeah. Depending where you're shopping, you know. So, um, yeah, I didn't watch any of the Arnie Palmy. I don't think. It's good but, to be uh, honest about that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, have any takeaways from the Arnie Palmy aside from Tiger? Uh, well, first of all, I was impressed with the golf course. Uh, I, I guess they they had a redo down there, and um, it, it it just looked it looked great. What was the course? Uh, Bay Hill. Okay. Uh, outside of Orlando and um yeah it just it looked like a extremely good golf course um it, it was proving through the first couple days to be a, a little bit more uh a little, little tougher than it had been I guess in the past but uh Rory kind of just uh just blew up that whole narrative uh, <laughs> on, on the final day and he, he just scorched it uh just scorched the golf course looked perfect and um and left left guys like like Tiger Woods in the dust there. I mean, I first of all, let me just I was I was close, but no cigar with minus seven. Mm-hmm. He shot minus four the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, he was past minus seven. I think um, you know pretty uh, pretty early there on Sunday. Uh, he was impressive. He, Tiger was really good um, the whole week. Um, and uh, but but the story there was Rory McIlroy. I, I was listening to uh, the golf.com podcast, I think it is, and they were saying the week before the the, the Arnie Palmer that <laughs> uh, that Rory was they, they didn't see it. No, they just they didn't see Rory contending there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe at the Masters, uh, but uh, Rory's back, and I think he's I think he's the leader right now. I think he's yeah, the, he and Tiger the are, are both up there in the odds as. Basically tied in those shops, I think, at uh, the top of the odds, lowest odds for the Masters. Um, why don't we dive a little bit into, uh, you dove into it head first, the uh, World Golf Championship uh, match play. You actually went out to Austin for a little uh, recruiting trip, a little get some eyes on the balls out there for the, the podcast. Um, I know that you probably have some stories. We might have to have a story time on a future pod and really dig deep into the debauchery that might have gone on in Austin. But what? Uh, tell us about your your trip. Uh, give us some you know cruising altitude recap of your trip to Austin for that match play. Yeah. Um, so you know it was 
It, for Austin Country Club, uh, the tournament, the Dell match plays played at Austin Country Club, which I was blown away by that venue. That is quite a country club. I understand that the waiting list to get in there is is it's a long line. It requires you know, God knows what. Um, but that's a tremendously cool golf course, and the, it sits right on um, right on the river, the Colorado River, where in, I guess in Austin they call them lakes. Because <laughs> and they call rivers lakes and lakes rivers, you know. Flip it around. Flip it around. Uh, be interesting, you know. Show yeah. your show your show your Austin whatever color. I don't know. Keep what it weird, you know. It yeah, <laughs> you kept it weird. Keep it weird. Yeah, you made it weirder. I think. <laughs> so so I think you said Friday you actually went to that country club and checked out the action. Steal any soap or anything from the country club? A couple <laughs> towels. They wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let me in that far. <laughs> they sniffed you out right away. Even with <laughs> even with your uh, waiter's gear on, you're trying to sneak into the ballroom. I tried to I, I tried to attack the venue by by foot by boat. Sure, uh, uh, that's know, right. Then Sunday you're out on a little wake boat with the boys, <laughs> throwing some brews back on the uh, yeah, on the outskirts. Scene. It's a good scene out there. You know they mm-hmm. had the uh, that bombing the serial bomber bomber situation going right. on. So they had you know, turned out Bubba out. was the only one bombing on the weekend. Right, <laughs> they caught that guy, and then Bubba was blowing it up on the the weekend. He ended up winning that that uh match play yeah i was on the bo- i was on the the boat um watching bubba play justin thomas on sunday in the morning round that was in the semis that was in the semis yeah. uh, we were right up close on the boat there watching them tee off on hole number 13 along the water which is a hole that it's a par four risk reward hole which i love those golf holes where mm. it's like 200 and i think maybe 85 yards or something like that um, where, you know, it's kind of like right in between a three wood and a driver for a lot of those guys. And so depending upon the wind, um, you know, that's a, that's a shot that you can, I mean, you can go at that green. Um, but, uh, but it's gotta be right for your number. Um, and, and Bubba was up, I think three at that point. Um, so he just kind of smoothed like maybe a four iron or something off the tee, um, which, you know, was like anticlimactic, but, um, you know, cause you, you know, you, you see Bub up close like that. You, you want to see him get after it. You want um, to whip out the big stick, right? Put yeah. on a show for you out on the boat. You, you were probably taunting you got, it. Bubba? Yeah. <laughs> Hit it hard, send man. Me, send me a ball, Bubba. <laughs> send me one. <laughs> so yeah, you were basically, it was like, uh, the attack on Normandy. You were, you know, on the boats, you were running up the, uh, hills on Friday and then out on the boat on Sunday. Yeah. Sounds like you did everything. Austin took advantage of everything Austin had to offer. God, the brisket is so good. Down oh there. yeah, great queue, right? Oh, unbelievable. Man. The lines. There's like one. There's one barbecue place down there. Where I think it's like a six or eight hour line mm-hmm. consistently on the weekends. So you get in and, line during breakfast, and then you can actually have dinner once you get through. <laughs> and apparently, like when you get there, you you only get what they have left, right? Which yeah, some burnt ends and <laughs> some <Like>, gristle. <laughs> right. Nice. It was worth the six to eight hours for this bring, shit. Bring some airplane bottles with oh, you. Oh, big time. You're, you're tailgating big time for that. <laughs> yeah, that's like waiting for the fucking national championship or some shit. <laughs> right, you're right. Sitting around for eight hours. Krzyzewskiville. Yeah. I don't know. Krzyzewskiville. <laughs> yeah, right. You're trying to get the Cameron indoor with your blue face paint <laughs> for the uh, barbecue. So, yeah, the, the match play bubble ended up scorching that. Um, 
Any other and, any other takeaways from the match play or any other things? Because again, I have to be honest, I didn't see any of the match play either. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm not doing my homework here. But <laughs> um, so the match play. Well, first of all, match play is such an interesting uh, format. So different than stroke play. Um, you, you know, you get um, you get different kind of. Uh, you, it's just basically a different way of playing the game. Um, because you're you're directly playing an opponent. I, I personally love match play. Um, I think that they should do more of it. Um, I, I don't believe that the um, that the popularity or just just the the viewership for for this event was all that strong. Um, I, it doesn't seem to play that well. Maybe it's just kind of lost in um, you know place in the wrong part of the season the golf season everyone kind of real eyes start to light up people start to really get excited when the masters hits i mean right now we're watching the houston open and um i i you know if you ask you know even your your just modest golf fan what tournament is going on this weekend i'm not sure they'd be able to tell you yeah they'd assume it's the masters already you know that's all you've been hearing about for a month plus exactly so um, I was wondering then, you know, talking about the difference with match play versus stroke play, tournament play, normal uh, stroke play in tournaments. Yeah. What is, if you had to finger a foursome of guys currently playing that are, you think, the most suited for match play, who are mm-hmm. the best match play guys right mm-hmm. now, best four? Yeah, number one in the world match play to me um, is Sergio Garcia. I, I could have I, said anything. You would have said Sergio's number one. You're <laughs> such a Nino Mark. I am, but uh, he has um, one of the one of the best track records in the Ryder Cup on both sides, uh, Europe and in the United States. Uh, he he went three and zero through the round robin the first couple of days uh, handily. Uh, I I caught up with him on I think uh, I think it was fifteen uh, fourteen fifteen. Um, that was on uh, Friday. Did he um, give you like a knowing nod or anything, knowing that you're his super fan? Gave I, you a little tip of the cap or something? I try to like catch his attention, <laughs> you know, like like when you're at a bar and yeah. the girl's like, you know, she's on the other side. And Of course. You're peacocking a little bit for yeah, Nino, peac- right? <laughs> <laughs> went streaking. That's why you only went to the country club on Friday. You were streaking to get his attention. <laughs> I comb my hair a couple times. Sure, right, yeah, batting your eyelashes, parting your head, tw- twir- twirling your hair. I couldn't even say that <laughs> with a straight face, <laughs> right? Uh, um, but yeah, now I caught up with him. I think fifteen as he was closing out uh, his his final match, but he, he cruised through that. I was I was shocked that he lost to Kyle Stanley in the uh, in the round of sixteen. Kyle Stanley has been playing a lot of great golf. I, I saw him uh, up close. Uh, he's 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 got a, a great short game. Mm-hmm. He hits it a long way Again, too. Again with the penis puns over here. Unbelievable. <laughs> Mike always great always, hands on Yeah, that. right. Great, great hands, hands, great short game, great, right? Delicate. Um, so yeah, Kyle Stanley, you're running into Kyle Stanley too. Yeah. So uh So you saw him in Austin too, you're saying? Yeah, well I no, I I actually didn't see him out. I, I saw mm-hmm. I saw him on uh, on on one of the greens up close, and right. I, he, he had a, he had a difficult chip. The greens at Austin Country Club are lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're just they're just championship greens. Uh, they the, the, just the, just the way that they um, they they slope. I mean, it's a little bit uh, you know kind of a little bit reminiscent of Augusta. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're, they 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 tend to be uh, pretty pretty deep front to back. Um, but uh, a lot of undulation, a lot of nice slope, 
lot, lot of speed, a lot of runoffs. Um, and, uh, you know, it, so, you know, for the amateur golfer, um, you know, let's, you're right off the green, right? Um, but the pins in the back, um, you know, but you, you're kind of thinking at that point, okay, my, my, my instructor told me to, you know, maybe putt this ball. Um, so I, I, you know, I could putt it, right. I, you know, I could chip it, keep it low, um, or I just fly it all the way back there. Well, you know, at Austin country club, um, or at an Augusta, you're, you're basically, you know, trying to use spin, um, for, for a lot of those shots around the greens off, off those tight lies. Um, and you're, you're flying it into quad quadrants, uh, with the right, with the right kind of spin on, on the golf ball so that it can funnel, um, to the quadrant where the, where, where the hole is. So, so you get to see a lot of that, that stuff up close, which is, um, yeah, really, really cool. So it's, it's almost like, uh, long distance mini golf where those greens, like you said, because they have these funnels and all these different things, guys will attack it different ways. It's like Maybe a hole in itself. Right. Like when you're around the green, it's like, a, it's like another hole that you're playing almost. Right. Because now you have to figure out based on where you're approaching, what quadrant you can spin it from, depending on how good you are at spinning you know, certain shots. Yeah. It's cool to watch. Yeah. So who, um, so is that what Bubba was doing? Was he just dialed in with that part of the game that he ended up, uh, scorching everyone? Cause when we were looking at the results from a lot of these matchups in the match play, I mean, some of these guys just blow the other dude out. You know, there was some eight and six, six and five, seven and six, you know, yeah. I mean, was Bubba just tuned in with that? Was he killing it with the greens or what was it you were seeing from him? Um, uh, yeah, so the other part of the golf course uh, that's uh, the sort of uh, I, I, well, you know, I mean, it's 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 unique in the sense that it moves a lot of the holes move a lot, so like they'll move two ways, um, so it won't just be like a straight dog leg to the right um, or a straight dog leg to to the left. Um, not a lot of straight holes. Uh, everything's going to move a little bit, kind of snake like, um, just just with the with the land that they have there. So. Um, that, and it's pretty tight. Um, you know, so that, that just suits Bubba. I think he, he likes to play off movement. So you really um, have to shape your shots there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he was, so every shot you're putting something on you're it, putting some you're drawing spin. it, you're fading it, you're exactly working the spin after it lands. So basically yeah. it's, it's a Picasso's dream. If you're one of those Picasso players out there, you just shaping everything, putting it, putting movement on every shot, right? Spot on. Love yeah. it. I mean, so that's kind of the, that's the one, I, 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 that's always been sort of like the one critique of Roy McIlroy. He likes the aerial game. He's the best at it. Um, maybe ever, um, just straight flushing everything. Well, that's probably also from growing up on those links courses, right? Where all you want to do is just put it up, let it run. Yeah, just I mean, you know, just just hit it hard. Uh, hit it hard, hit, man. Hit it hard. I mean, you hit it through the wind. Just just murder everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, but but can Rory really work the ball both ways? Um, can he can he put the right action um, on, on the wedges on the chips? Um, does he you know does he have that? Um, and, and you know that one that one year at 2013 <clears throat> when he had the uh, lead at Augusta and then snap hooked that driver into ten. It was like, I mean, there. Were, I mean, everyone everyone was just like, okay, you know, Rory's going to go ahead and he's going to win this golf tournament. And this is you know this is the next Tiger, and he snapped that ball left on ten. 
I, there's still questions with him at Augusta, you know. So him being the leader, nine to one to win the golf tournament. Um, is, so next, you know, you should mention that we're, we we should talk to Sherm about that. You yeah, know, just kind of get his thoughts on that. So you want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah. Next, uh, as our pre-masters pod, we're gonna have uh, Jeff Sherman from the Westgate Las Vegas Superbook, biggest book in the world. We're going to have him joining us to break down. He's their golf guy over there working behind the glass with our pal John, you know. So we're going to have him on to uh, dive deeper into the whole gambling side, Vegas side of golfing. So that's that's our tease for the uh, the next ep. But, um, yeah, the WGC, as we said, Bubba got that crown. Mike, Mike was crowning all over the place over there. He was wearing all kinds of crowns. I've got to figure out how to tell some of the stories. Yeah, <laughs> how, to, how to censor or leave out the names of the innocent, protect the innocent by changing the names, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Mike, we're going to talk a little Houston Open now, I think, to wrap things up. Yeah. Maybe do a little breakdown. We're watching it, as you said, live. They're in commercial right now, but maybe do a little live breakdown when we see the guys come back on the screen. But Houston Open, what can you kind of say to just sort of set up that tournament? Uh, it's always been a, a tournament that has been placed right before Augusta. And um, I don't know a whole lot about the golf course, uh, but uh, it, it, it was a, it's always been a tournament that most of the guys did not play in. They, they would take, they've always taken this week. Get their mind right. Get it all yeah. right, you know, for, for, for the pursuit of the green jacket. <laughs> so what, what do you think is the, I mean, obviously different strokes for different folks using the golf pun, but. I think that's really what it is. Some guys, you want that momentum. You want to be getting your reps in. You prefer to come in off of a tournament. Some guys want to just go back, be Phil at home. Mickelson. Yeah. He's always played the Houston Open. Right. He likes to keep it keep it fluid. Right. Keep it moving. Constantly learning. Just keep the live fire going, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. What, what's your style? Are you more, do you like the live fire going into, you know, some event? Would you rather have that? That flop sweat, that lather worked up before you uh, would go to you know an event or play the next game or next match. I uh, I, I, I no. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather take three years off and then just <laughs> yeah. lace them up, no stretching, tear your Achilles, pop your calves. Yeah, then you have no, then you have no excuses, I guess. Or just give me. Hey, I got hurt. Sorry, I was laying in bed for three years and then I just <laughs> bought these new Jordans that I didn't break in. Sorry, I couldn't play. Give me the shot at the crown. Right. And that's, that's it. <laughs> or just, you know, burn or uh, burn it down. or, or Yeah, you know. you're going to go down burning if you keep that tactic up. Uh, but, yeah, so we're back live action here at Houston. Fowler's they're, they're showing some of his saves, I think, from earlier. He's he's up there, I think, one shot back right now or tied for the lead, something like that. So, yeah, I mean, he's clearly, you know, in, the, in that other camp. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, he, he feels like he needs to get uh, – Get the momentum. Get the momentum going. Uh, he hasn't had a whole lot of momentum this year. He's had some great uh, days, mm-hmm. um, you know, in tournaments, but he, he hasn't put together a full tournament yet, and he's probably that's probably what he's doing here. That's uh, that's also historically kind of been the knock on him, at least in those big big majors, right, where he's been in contention and then he just breaks down on Sundays. He's one of those guys who just starts hit some errant shots. He seems to be going too hard or just his nerves are getting to him. Is that your read on Fowler and the big ones too? Yeah, I, well, I mean, he, you know, he got beat by 
playing his best by Rory McIlroy playing his best. Was that um, in the British when he was? I know Fowler, I think, in one of the British Opens was right up there, right? Yeah, that was the um, – I think that was the, PG, the PGA oh, was uh, it? a couple years ago. I'm yeah. just throwing out majors, seeing what sticks. What sticks. <laughs> one, there's 25% chance. Right, uh, exactly. But, uh, yeah, no, he uh, – yeah, he hasn't had a great year. Um, he, so, he, 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 you know, we talked about this, you know, before, but uh, he's a field player. Uh, he plays with a lot of movement. Um, so, you know, that's traditionally always been something in the golf world in the instruction world um, that, you know, has been uh, uh, basically just like a point of, of concern um, looking at golfers. Like, you know, this dates back to the Greg Norman and Nick Faldo days where that was kind of the, they were the two examples of a field player and a technical player. And, you know, they, they would clash a lot. And most famously in 96 at Augusta when Greg Norman um, blew himself up <laughs> And uh, <laughs> yeah. and and lost the tournament to Faldo, and, and Faldo was basically cited as as you know suggesting that uh, that Greg Norman just you know there's just he's just too loose like there's just there's there's too much athleticism there there's just not enough good fundamental and technical stuff going on that's the it, field it guys breaks can down. break down right over four four rounds you know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but you know, we. I mean, the technical, you know, ha- the technical player has the same trappings, right? I also, I mean, everyone likes the the gunslingers, the feel guys. I think because it's more exciting because it is that boomer bust. You know, when you're grooving as a feel guy and you're feeling it. Greg Norman was. I mean, he fire. was the man yeah. before Tiger. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's, everyone loved him. He's a great guy. Now he's gone on to just make billions with shirts and underwear and wine and i think i'm wearing one of his shirts right now <laughs> show it let me see the the emblem here what a, mike's disrobing turning that's the uh he's got his pullover on he's wearing more layers it's like 70 oh yeah it is there is you that go. A Norman? Yeah. oh my god you've been shopping at tj maxx lately huh <laughs> yeah, unbelievable it's, it's it's good quality for uh it looks it yeah for, for not as expensive as, yeah because you know the peter millar thing is oh like, yeah that's know. we have some friends you know who are some stiff starchy white collar guys I'm thinking who, of one guy in particular yeah uh, <laughs> got more Peter Millar than he knows what to do. Unbelievable. The Peter Hillar in his closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Well, yeah, so we got we got a little clothing review, too, here. Mike Schilling for the Greg Norman quarter zip that he's wearing right now. I like it a lot. I don't think it breathes well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I could smell you from here, actually, right now. The pit sweat and just the odor. So I guess you're not giving it your ringing endorsement anymore. That's no, good. It, yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, so Houston, that's our Houston coverage, basically, that Mike's wearing a Greg Norman quarter zip, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited about, um, about you know, talking to talking to Sherman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'll be good. Westgate. Um, that'll be good about. for our Masters preview. I know you're juiced up for the Masters. Because I've got guys coming to me, you know, asking, hey, who should I bet? You know, I mean, you know, just 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 guys, friends, students of mine, oh, yeah. you know, p- folks that I help. I love um, you. Just the golf teaching a lot of degenerates over there. The students want to know what to bet. It, it's not the most pious. So <laughs> no, no church mice over there. So right now, you know, a long ways out, over basically a week out from the Masters teeing off. 
um, and before obviously speaking to Jeff Sherman about it, what are your, if you had to pick again a foursome, if you had to pick four guys that you think, maybe a, one of the guys at the top favorites that you think has a shot, maybe a couple guys sort of near the top and then your your long shot fave, who would you uh, pick? Okay. Um, you know, I, I, I think that, um, y- you know, that uh, basically you can't take a whole lot from the first part of the season and just say, okay, this is just, this is the body of work coming into Augusta. Um, so, you know, this guy's been playing well. Uh, he may have a win, uh, a couple other top tens, um, you know, maybe a sprinkled top five or two in there. This guy's tracking like, I don't know, Hideki Matsuyama last year or um, Fowler's been hot coming into Augusta, but there's, it, it doesn't seem to, to pan out that way. Um, so I, you know, just, I'll say that, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, Bernard Longer could, could, could make the cut, you know, at, at Augusta. Augusta is its own, like, I mean, you, you've had to have played it. You've had to have, you have to have an imagination. Um, you have to have a certain, just something going on, um, with, with Augusta to, to play well there. Now, I expect Rory McIlroy to play extremely well. Um, I don't know. I don't know that he can he can do it, but I I think he's the front runner. I agree with it. Um, Dustin Johnson hasn't played great this year, but I expect him to be there. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not though. Um, I'll I like Adam Scott. I really like the way he's. You he's, always like you. You liked Adam in uh, the Arnie Palmy too. Nah, that didn't pan out. At all. <laughs> hey, you, you just keep trying, and eventually it'll be right. Just like when Throw you bet Sergio for every uh, major, right? Sergio is going to play well at the Masters. He's not going to win it, but he's going to he's going to play well. Trust me, he's, he'll be there. So Adam Scott, fifty five to one. So that's one of your sort of mid tier picks to take a flyer on, right? Can can Spieth be a, like a mid range long shot? No. I would say Spieth is your top. Spieth twelve to one. So he's, you want he's twelve to one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Spieth and, and is he's your played top so guy. poorly, and he's still twelve to one. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, well, he'll get. It he's not. He's minus eight right now. He's one of the other guys who shows out for those majors. You know, he's going to be up there. Justin Thomas. What? What do you think about the kid? <laughs> I gotta say, I haven't seen enough of Justin Thomas really. I just know he. He's that he's kind of got that doughboy body, and is he just so good, such great hands, or what's like his sort of trait that separates him that has him playing so well? He is, uh, he's like five foot. He, he can't be more than five foot eight or nine. Um, he's like a really just like a skinny kid, but but no like definition. You know, it's not. You know, it doesn't seem to have a whole lot of strength. So he just gets everything out of like a violent turn um just really quick hips um really quiet hands um creates a whole lot of extension and 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 width um with the golf club um and has just a really small tight frame that moves extremely fast through the hit um so hands mm, i'm sure yeah i mean he's got good hands but that's not like really his i mean he's kind of just like a just turn and burn kind of guy. Um, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he should, he should do well at Augusta. Um, he's, he's, he's a good putter too. I mean, he's got the full game and the kid can 
flat play well-rounded um, well-rounded little fella yeah so wh- where is he where's where's justin thomas he's on the 10 odds? to 1 he's on 10 to 1 i'm looking at now yeah so mm-hmm. i mean he's up there if you want just the guys at the top obviously like rory tiger this is just on one side i'm looking at rory and tiger are nine to one justin thomas and is 10 to one dj and spieth are 12 to one justin rose 14 to one bubba 16 phil 16 mickelson jason day 18 rom 20 to one with uh ricky fowler so i mean that's kind of your top group right there up to 20 to one okay so in that in that bunch you think spieth would be your pick out of that that tier out of that out of that grouping um yeah i mean i i you know i think i think spieth is gonna always play well at augusta um you know it's just a matter of for him it's it's i think it's how sharp his iron his iron play is because driving he doesn't create enough really like enough club head speed to i mean he you know he swings it at one 113 miles an hour or something which is which is great um but 113 miles an hour with like body speed that's like you know it's not that terrific um so he doesn't he doesn't really get into trouble with with the long game um you know because like folks were talking about like tiger you know the fastest club head speed on tour this year 124 miles six miles an hour or whatever but yeah it's gonna end up under the trees though or something you know with that driver (laughs) right and and you know, they didn't mention the fact, you know, I mean, you know, obviously the, the announcers are just trying to sell the brand but product, but, you know, they didn't mention that he, he decreased the weight of his golf, the shaft in his driver. Oh, so he's like, juicing up that uh, club head speed. Yes. Oh. Yeah, he dropped the weight in, in the see. shaft. Yeah. So now it's just like a like a fiddlestick, you know, I mean. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's hitting one of those kids' plastic ones <laughs> yeah. that you get like your toddler. It's rebounding off of his right. back, you know. The shit that every like 60 father. 60 grams or something. I mean, it's like, you know, what you suit up for like the the the, the 15 handicap who's like looking for like an upgrade in the set of cl- clubs. I mean, right. like, you know, and this is Tiger Woods. He used to swing it, you know, 90 grams or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, in his body, you know, his body doesn't move as fast anymore. So he's like, all right, well, if I increase, you know, if I can increase the club head speed. So that stuff doesn't, you know, I mean, a guy who swings it at 115 and another guy who swings it at 115 are hitting the ball at two different distances. Right. Yeah. What's the explanation? I mean, it's so much, right. it's all then about your sweet spot, right? If you're hitting it sweet flush, spot. if you're hitting a cock flush, you know, then you're going to get more out of it no matter how hard you're swinging it, you know, with a guy who doesn't hit it, cock right, flush. Right, right, yeah, and how your body is turning through that golf ball. So so we'll have to analyze it. You just made me think of another point. Um, we are not – obviously, Tiger's not here at Houston, but we'll have to analyze next time to see in his swing. I'd be curious for you to break down sort of how – when you said he's not moving as well and everything with the injuries in the back and everything that we've touched on, everyone's touched on a zillion times – if his new swing is quieter and less stressed, because it was so violent before, you know, and all the joints and the turn and everything was put under so much stress. We'll have to analyze next time. We can get some live looks from you to sort of break down how that new swing is. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm really curious to see. I mean, he's had a couple of weeks. He's going to have a two-week rest period. Um, this is going to be – this is going to be pretty cool to see to see him at Augusta again, isn't it? Yeah, like this. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Hopefully, in addition to uh, you know chattering about the odds with Jeff Sherman yeah. and, and some other 
teaser coverage that we're going to do next week. We'll get a lot of talk on how he uh, decided about Tiger and in, in the Augusta. Oh, yeah, all the thinking. movements. But I, but I'm hopefully we can also uh, on the weekend or Thursday for one of the days of the Masters maybe do yeah. some of that live breakdown. Get yeah. you to we'll have some breakdown for you guys. Yeah, we and, can get some live. Masters music in the background. You know, you can really set the tone for everybody. Give us some some great tips on Augusta and see how the guys are swinging. So maybe we'll do a deep dive. Hopefully during some live play. So we're back here at the Houston now. Is that hat? Is the F eight a King Cobra? Club yeah. or is that his? I was trying to originally. I thought that was like the Ricky Fowler logo, and I was trying right. to make sense of it. Formula Eight. I thought it was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, who's hitting King Cobras on tour? Is he one of the only guys? He's like the only. I don't. I think he's like the only guy. Yeah. Uh, it, they have good golf clubs. They're making a comeback. I think mm. basically because of Ricky Fowler. Like all of so I you know I, I run kids camps and the the set of the kids' golf set that I see the most is the Ricky Fowler Cobra Kid set, and it's really? actually really solid. It's a really good set. So mm. they've kind of so like Tiger hitting the lighter club. Sometimes you're sneaking some shots in with that King Cobra Kid set, and you're probably flying them, aren't all, you? All the time. Yeah. In fact, yeah, I love hitting kids' drivers. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, it feels like a noodle, but uh, yeah. <laughs> why do they have a lot of a lot of flex in those drop- kids' shafts or what? You're really scratching your back with it when you're pulling back for the the rip. Yeah, it's actually it's actually a good thing for um, uh, for the listener at home to to do. In all seriousness, um, to grab a uh, to grab like a like a ladies I don't know like a stiff ladies flex shaft, uh, just something with some play in it, um, and tee, tee the ball up and, and 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 try to try to create great tempo. Try to hit that ball straight because mm-hmm. it, it requires a lot of rhythm, um, a lot of waiting, a lot of patience. Um, not pulling the hands, not forcing the hands through the hit, um, it, it, letting it happen. If you if you if you can if you can do that um, and hit the ball straight, um, it it's a wonder, a great exercise for your golf swing. I love it. So we basically just had an impromptu, just the tip, Bang. just the tip, just the tip, just the tip. Unbelievable! Mike snuck one in there. We didn't even have it on the show outline. We got a free just the tip. So do you have? Do you also recommend then maybe slipping on some women's underwear, a little skirt, really buy into the vibe and see if you can hit it straight, right? Yeah, get in front of the mirror and, uh, <laughs> and move your and hips. And do a little but, tuck. You know, feel your feel the skeleton. You know, feel your skeleton. Sure. Move the hips around. Yeah, feel the balance. Right. I love it. I love I've never free tried, just I've the never tip. tried the heels, but yeah. that could be the next. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll go experiment with one. it. I'll come back and right, and it'll know, help focus right. on your weight shift. Right. <laughs> Your balance, unbelievable. So that might be a future. Just the tip. Maybe Michael go workshop it and see. Uh, you know, with the Manola Blonics. When my when my students come in for a lesson, I'm going to put them through an X-ray machine first, just to find out. Sure, find out how their bones are, and then slip them into a nice stiletto, and then say we're really going to work on some stuff today. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that that has to be the button we put on this episode. We're going to wrap it up here. And uh, <laughs> hit it hard, guys. Yeah, well, hopefully, you guys keep hitting it hard. And uh, Mike's gonna hit his all I need is an 18, <laughs> 6, 18 and a 12 yeah. pack. <laughs> so, keep up the good work, y'all. Keep beating balls, and we'll see y'all soon. We'll talk soon. See ya. Country music supposed to be this way. It's from the hard man. I hit it hard, man. Oh, yeah. So far, man. So far. Hey!
keep hitting it hard, man. How about you?